I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a CC Radio podcast. Hey! Mates, welcome to Great Mates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, have- I was sitting there for. I was sitting there. I I was trying to. I'm like, he's going to run out of breath. I was. I was silently hoping that you'd just pass out, <laughs> <laughs> and I just leave and would be done. Yeah, and that, that was it. That could have been done. That could have been done. You see, we are recording in separate rooms uh, again because of um, uh, COVID. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's probably more to do with just general life. No, it's one hundred percent COVID. You know, we just don't COVID. want to risk it. Yeah, and uh, you just could, can't you risk it. You couldn't stop me from doing this, so I thought, run with it. Well, I guess it's my fault. It's my it's my fault for not being in the studio with you and being able to like reach out and choke you to <laughs> to stop you from doing it. <laughs> Great mates, Troy. I am very excited because. Uh, each week, I have now taken the uh, the liberty of asserting the challenge of uh, inserting some type of weird mystery type of thing into this to yeah. at no point relate back to my other podcast uh, that cannot be named. Sure. But the Loch Ness Monster has been cited again. Really? Apparently so. So, uh, believe it or not, all the way over in Loch Ness, there's this creature that is supposed to be a uh, uh, a dick neck dinosaur. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a swimmer. I think that's a, yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's the proper term, isn't it? The scientific term, dick neck. Well, it's the only way I know it, and uh, yep. I am very very scientific. So, therefore, <laughs> that must be the scientific name. Yeah. And uh, it has been revealed that this is like one of the best photos that have ever come out. And um, I tell you what, my little Woody is very excited over this Loch Ness monster image. You got it. Um, a lot of people are saying it's probably just a fish, and uh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> Could be a fish. <laughs> I'd say there's a pretty bloody good chance it's just a fish. But you know what, Troy? In in my world, uh, this is uh. Big news. This is definitely the uh, Loch Ness coming back for another 350. Another 350. <laughs> that goddamn Loch Ness monster. Oh, man. I don't think uh, South Park would get away with that type of uh, episode anymore. Uh, no, probably not. Because uh, that's that's a very unique mix of uh, characters right there, and I don't know how the world would react to that. You know, I've been watching a, I've been watching a lot of kind of like older TV, but not too old, only going back to like say even – 2013. Oh, that's for, a different time. And- that's a that is it's crazy how much of a different time 2013 is in relation to now. There is so much shit that 2020 would just immediately cancel if it had the chance. Mate, at this uh, point. One of the uh the best examples of that is The Simpsons. Like, yeah. I mean, not that anyone is really watching The Simpsons anymore, but 
I tell you what, those uh, those first eleven seasons, man, those some of that stuff in there is like hilarious. But you would say it's very much of its time in this day and age. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it's edgy. Oh, it is edgy. It is edgy. I mean, there's YouTube channels out there where people are like watching old episodes of Seinfeld and The Simpsons, and they're like, "Oh, can he say that?" Uh, the, well, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> At that particular point in time, obviously, because it was nationally syndicated and plenty of people agreed that it was, you know, fine to put on air. Uh, could he say it now? Probably not. Different times. Different times. I wonder if that's like the same for music. You know, like, does music have that type of effect? Uh, I feel like it's different in, like, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to find anything, I guess maybe except for, I don't know, country music. <laughs> That's like specifically, <laughs> well, okay, there's two, there's two sides. There's, there's country music and rap music maybe. Yeah. You know, that you could potentially go, uh, hey, should either people be talking, like, you know, you can only talk about loving your horse so much on one end of the scale and you can only talk about, I don't know, killing people for drugs on the other end of the scale, so much. I'm you know su- what I mean? Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I'm surprised there hasn't been like an NWA resurgence out in the out in the streets at the moment with the, the whole, uh, you know, cops, cops are bad type of thing and just NWA's blasting from anywhere. I, I am surprised I haven't heard more NWA being played at protests. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> let's, say, let's say that. <laughs> it's uh, It rides the line, though. You can't play NWA if you are, you know, you're not on the right side of the fence. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it'd be weird. It'd be weird for like I don't know if a bunch of pro-Trump protesters were playing NWA. Oh, wouldn't you, that you know, be? And like waving the <laughs> Confederate flag and everything. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's. But, uh, but I think going back to your point, um, there's probably like even okay. You and I have both listened to to rap music for for quite some time, right? I was born listening to rap. Sure, yeah. Your your mother was a she was a rap lady. Yeah, she, <laughs> you know some mothers would play like classical music to their babies in their belly. Uh, you got bloody Run DMC. Yeah, that's right, Queen Latifah. Yep. Queen Latifah <laughs> back in those days. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like you know we've been listening to it for a long time, and there's probably a lot of things that at any point. Somebody could have stood up and said, hey, maybe we should stop talking about this sort of stuff or allowing people to talk about this sort of stuff. But hey, it just doesn't seem to get censored the way that TV gets censored. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different, isn't it? It's got its like own set of rules and laws, really. Yeah, I feel like it does. Like if you're looking at the two compared to like if you're looking at music compared to, to television, as an example, it really does seem to be. Uh, two different sets of laws. Well, here's a really good example is uh, Marilyn Manson. So when Marilyn Manson like was kind of making it big back in the day, like, and this was kind of when Eminem was making it big. So these two were like really contrasting type of uh, artists at that time. Well, and- isn't it weird that you've never seen them in the same room together? Oh, that's hey? true. But they did do that. That uh, Marilyn music Manson, put together. M and M. Hey. Oh same my person. god! It's a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm telling you, same bloke. <laughs> Has to be. Look, they look identical if you ask me. They do. If you just took the makeup off Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I'd take the makeup off Eminem. Oh, that's what well. it is. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. they get you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you just unbleach the blonde hair. It's exactly the same dude. Man, have you seen Marilyn Manson now, though? 
I have. It's not something that I look up. He so. is. Uh, let's just say, look like Marilyn Manson had a twin growing inside him. <laughs> Excellent. He's uh, anyway, he he's a lovely looking gentleman still. I'm sure he is. But your point about Marilyn Manson is is what? Uh, is his music like when it came out? It was so so edgy because like he was so topical that the the things that he sung about very much like Eminem was, and um those two actually it kind of leads to this. They did that that collaborative song together, and it was kind of like Marilyn Manson was talking about high school shootings, and high school shootings were literally happening weeks before that, and he was making the song about that, and there was like a tiny bit of uproar about that, but. It like the the cancel the cancel culture wasn't like in effect then. Yeah, I wonder if it, yeah if it was the same now with with cancel culture being as as rampant as it is, would it be the same sort of would it be the same deal? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's I I still think music has this like e- expression freedom type of thing. Yeah, where television doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Or like you know, even spoken word like a podcast or a written word, especially you know. Those those things all seem to have a different set of rules because it's all very, it is opinion-based. And I guess you could say a song is opinion-based, but it's almost a narrative rather than it being, hey, this is my thoughts. Yeah. Well, they'll never, they'll, they'll never bloody censor me, will they? They can't do it. I just censored L- that whole part out. No one heard you. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, think about it. I mean, what are they going to do to, like, the... The, the classic indie podcaster. Nothing. Right? Right. They're, they, they're going to go run some sort of, I don't know, some, some like, you know, demanding episodes of Great Mates be taken off the air. They're barely on the air. Yeah, true. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know Look, what I mean? Nobody asked me to take this down because I'll just remove the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't know. It's, uh, it, it is weird that um, television seems to be held to, to such a higher standard. And I don't know if that's, if that's because of how like, widely syndicated it is and how many, like, how many eyes it reaches Yeah, um, and the potential of, uh, I guess, harm it has to to do or can do yeah but, i think um, that's probably hey. it you know it's just it's so accessible for everyone but yeah uh, like this is like this could be a roundabout argument to to be honest because you could say the same everyone has a spotify everyone has like an apple music yeah. i don't actually i don't know if anyone has apple music everyone has spotify everyone has spotify even i had apple music for a while and now don't have it yeah you're waving that flag for a long time it took me a while to realize that it was um what's the word i'm looking for Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we had many a conversation of you trying to say, no, this is so much better. And I'm an Apple guy and I didn't even know how to open that app properly. Yeah. It's a, some say that you can't, <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you can't officially ever open the app. It's weird. Uh, Spotify is just so much more user friendly. What are you, what are you listening to on Spotify at the moment? Oh, my friend, let me tell you that. <laughs> All right. After after a very very well thought out, uh, very in depth one person survey, I can now tell you that Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory is the most bangingest album of all time because I've rediscovered that <laughs> from about twenty years ago. And so it is the tits. Are you are you saying it is the best album of all time or their best album? 
No, no, no. I'm saying it's it's from from top the bot from top to bottom has the most bangers. Oh, 100 percent. I could not argue that. It is. I reckon nearly every song on that album would have been could have been a single in the 2000s. I think it was a single. <laughs> I think I think there's not a single. I think it might have been one of the only albums that's just it's just a compilation of all their first singles, really. Yeah. Because every single song on it was was guaranteed released as a single at some point. Oh, okay, okay. So Papercut that was definitely a single. Yes. Uh, one step closer, definitely a single. Yep. Uh, with you, I don't know if that was a. I don't know if that actually made as a single. See, I can't. I can't remember necessarily if they were singles or if, like, I just loved them so much at the time that it just seems like that they were a single. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were just so popular, but really it was just me. Well, singing the, it in my shower. The easy way to tell if they were ever released as a single because back in the early two thousands, uh, every every song that came out as a single needed to have a video clip. Right. So if you just do like a simple YouTube search for uh, that that album, you'll yep. anything that had a uh, a video to it was definitely a single. Points of Authority one hundred percent was a single. Yep. Crawling. in the end was definitely a single. Uh God, there was. At least I don't know. There was at least on a. The whole thing is the the album goes for about thirty five minutes, but it is the most joyous thirty five minutes that a young man uh, will ever endure. Oh, absolutely! It is. It's so good. And then I remember there was like a B side version of the album that kind of leaked onto LimeWire, and oh yeah, and that was amazing. I think it. I feel like it was like a Japanese version of the album. Right. And it had a couple of bonus songs on there. And they were just absolutely banging as well. So, yeah. even the songs that weren't supposed to get released on that album that got leaked were still good. Exactly. There was, look, there, I, I was I was going to try to, like, look this up just to satisfy my own curiosity. But I cannot think of another album that may have had as many like massive hits on it as that one did at that time, at that particular time. Oh, I'd, even to today's standard, I don't think anything would be that close. Okay, you know, I'm, I couldn't even I may tell you lying. who has hits anymore. Hey, I couldn't even tell you who has hits anymore. No, you're right. Like uh, not the, like this. There would be people like Ariana Grande who would have maybe seven songs out of the her album all go. Or go into a into a singles release, yep. but that album would last her for probably a good five years. Whereas yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park were bringing out albums every two years at that stage. Yeah, absolutely. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But yeah, but no, anyway. you're right, man. That That is an absolute banging album. I, that's the... If we're going to put a question out to the listeners... 
It's find a better album with more bangers <laughs> on it than Hybrid Theory because now I'm only going to listen to that all week on uh, on replay. And to uh, to give you a slight correction there, Troy, it is a 37 minute and 45 second album. Oh well, there you go. An extra two minutes of joy for you. It was probably that weird DJ track that they always seem to put on every album. Yeah, well, they got to get the uh, they got to get the DJ some love, Mister Han. Their goddamn rap metal hybrid band, all that also had a DJ, uh, needed to get some DJ love. Man, what happened to to like Lincoln Park? Though, uh, look, I know what happened to Lincoln Park. Let's not go down that route. But yeah, yeah, they uh they started to go downhill very very quickly because uh, Hybrid Theory came out. They did Meteora. They did Live in Texas, which I don't know if you saw that. That was a that was a pretty kick ass album. I did not. And uh, then I feel like they kind of faded away after they did the um, the mashup with uh, Jay-Z. Yeah. I think once you've done a mashup with Jay-Z, though, you can just call it quits. So you've clocked music. You have, yeah. Like you even Jay-Z stopped three point doing music. Swish, you're like, done. I'm out. Game winner. See you later. Yeah, that's fair. And you know what? Every song, every song on that album is a banger too. That's because every song... That Jay Z has crossed, and obviously they're, they're going to pick their best songs, right? But every song that they've picked to mash up on both different albums were already bangers. And now you're putting two like bangers together, you're going to have bangers. It's like a it's bangers and mash because you're mashing them up, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is where the term bangers and mash comes from. It's the because you're mashing dinner. up bangers, and you got this massive banger mash going on. Oh, look, Troy, I found out what that album was, the the leaked album. It was called Reanimation. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Now yeah. You say that. Yeah. And that was like a leaked album, and that was so, so good. Uh, it might not might not have been a, a leaked album. It was an underground album that they only released to, like, privileged people. Yeah, yeah. So you could say it was leaked 100%. Privileged people on LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Which was all of us, let's be real. Oh, it was Linkin Park Underground. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, so it was. It was like a it was a genuine like B-side album that uh that kind of got leaked. I remember looking into that way back in the day, you know, filling my computer up with AIDS and and stuff like that to get me some <laughs> underground. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, mate. I think you'd be I think you'd be hard-pressed to find uh another album that is from top to bottom as good as uh, Hybrid Theory. Now, a lot of you young kids, you're going to go out there based on on this conversation that we've had, and you're going to go and listen to Hybrid Theory now, and either we're going to change your life or you're going to turn around and go, uh, God, these fucking old bastards. Yeah. What is this? What is this crap? You know what, Troy? I'm looking, because- I'm looking at Meteora. Fuck, it might, give, it might give it a run for its money. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln okay, Park's all right. Well, well, that might that might be an even better question. Then would be you know who has had a better one-two punch with oh yeah with albums and hits than you know Lincoln Park because you could say okay all right let's say uh, let's let's pick a random one like uh, Adele Adele's yeah. first two albums hugely popular yeah everybody loved them massive sellers all that sort of stuff but only a handful of hits. Yeah, true. It's a handful of hits. You know what I mean? Not every single song. Oh, man. That's the like, difference. Meteora, it had one, like, I'm just going to, uh, Somewhere I Belong, Lying From You, Hit the Floor, Faint, Breaking the Habit from the Inside, uh, and Numb. Numb. Like, one of their biggest songs. Yep. 
But now I'm going to have to go and listen to Meteora as well. God yeah. damn it. I'm sorry, and man. And the Jay-Z mashup. Yeah, just listen to those three albums on repeat for the rest of your life and uh, you'll uh, never have to worry about any other music. And I just want to I just want to point out that Linkin Park was so far ahead of their time, the other like two bands who were kind of in their ballpark yeah. were Hoobastank and, P- <laughs> and P.O.D. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure POD was a Christian band. I'm pretty sure they were. Like one of those one of those sneaky hidden Christian bands. Yeah, yeah. So uh take that as you will, but man, they were they dead set. Like I'm surprised that that type of genre didn't really take off after that. Well, I mean, I think you know, looking back it's a product of its time because I played this for my partner who, you know, she remembers Linkin Park and she remembers like a couple of their bigger songs and stuff like that. But as soon as I played it, she's like, what is this shit? Are you kidding? <laughs> wow. <laughs> sort of. Pretty much. She was pretty much like, this is, this is like rap metal. She's like, this is exactly you, but I don't know why you like it. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty fair i guess it's but, uh, pretty fair it's look as much as we've just spent 10 minutes <laughs> talking up how good hybrid theory is which shut up it is it's the uh, best. It's definitely a product of its time like you can pick the type of person that in the year 2000 was like was listening to to lincoln park and going to lincoln park concerts and things like that it's kind of a mix it's like a punk emo type of uh i don't even know yeah, it was a really weird time in music because, like, this was also when J-Lo was big. And, like, <laughs> like, but you have to remember, J-Lo was massive back then. J-Lo was the Beyonce of their time. Yeah, you could say J-Lo was the Beyonce of that time, even though Beyonce existed <laughs> at that point. Yeah, but wasn't <laughs> not, not in the way that she does now. <laughs> Fair, okay. She was the, uh, you know, like, there were, I think it was Destiny's Child was probably... Big at that time still. Yes. Right? That Jayla was around, but Jayla was the solo. She was the, she was, yeah. I get what you're saying. Technically wrong. Technically. But I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, this, this is just, we'll call this hybrid mates. <laughs> hybrid mates. People are going to think we're going to be talking about bloody, like, uh, I don't know, Tesla cars or yeah. Priuses. It's that, the Prius episode. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. That's, we're talking about hybrid about. theory for an entire bloody episode. Oh, so good. You know what? Let's actually go through and review hybrid theory next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then the week after Meteora, we'll just do the um the whole discography of um of Linkin of Park. Park. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is there anything though, like while we're on the subject of uh of of music, I suppose, is there anything else that's um Really caught your attention or anything now, like currently? Yes. Uh, because I know it's it's one of these things where you get to a point in your life where you just don't you you don't really listen to new music, or it's very hard to listen to new music because so much of it's coming out and so mu- much of it is so readily available to everyone that um you know that it, you just kind of you're swamped with choice. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I am listening to something new, and it is something amazing. Uh, a little two-part group called Run the Jewels. Oh, yes, have released Run the Jewels number four. Very. Uh, try and guess what number album that one is. Uh, it's probably their fifth. 
Uh, you're about right because they released like a joke album where it was like Run the Jewels 2, but it was called Meow the Jewels. <laughs> and it was just meow noises over their rap songs. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you're like, if you have like half an hour that you want to go waste, go listen to Meow the Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that existed, but I am definitely going to go listen to Meow the Jewels once yeah. this is done. Yeah, go have a listen because like, I was running through their whole, um, like all their albums this week and they're just playing back to back to back. Yeah. And Run the Jewels 2 played. And then this one started playing and all I'm hearing is Meow, 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 Meow. Like it's their normal songs, but they got like a Meow track in the background. So Run the Jewels is they're one of these groups that, you are probably going to go, who? But as soon as you hear some of their songs, oh. you're going to be like, I have heard all of these fucking songs in every comedy action movie that has come yeah. out in like the last five years. And when you see the the two group members, you'll be like, these guys should be in a comedy movie. They should be in a comedy movie. Because uh, it's not what you expect. <laughs> no, not at all. But um, it, look- they are pretty goddamn good. Um, they're, what, four albums deep? Not counting Meow the Jewels, right? Yeah. <laughs> but four albums deep, and each one of them have been pretty bloody classic, really. Absolutely. What I really like about Run the Jewels is that it's kind of like, you know, back in the day where there was that kind of like semi-aggressive hip-hop? Yeah. They are like the bridge between that and now. Because yeah, yeah. they come out of the block so hard, like, basically with every song. And every song is, like, it, it's punchy. It's hard from the get-go. There's no build-up. It's straight in. The lyrics are clean. They're hard. It's just, it's good, good shit. And for anyone who doesn't like them, I, I, just fuck you. because <laughs> oh, Just uh, straight up. Yeah, just fuck you because they are amazing. Yeah. Um, led by um, Atlanta rapper Killer Mike, I guess... Uh, you know, if you've ever listened to rap music, you'd probably know who Killer Mike is, maybe. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's um, man. It's just like it's just it's it's mint. Honestly, everything from start to finish. We're talking about like albums, basically that are good from you know from go to woe, and you can pretty much say that for most of, if not all of, Run the Jewels albums as well. Yeah, absolutely. And what's really cool about their songs is they kind of seem to just mold into each other. So yeah. you can just run through a whole album, not even realize that you've po- probably listened to, you know, 10 songs because everything is just, you just don't know when something ends and something else starts. It's so good. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's rap music, but it's not nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everything, all, all their music is actually super, super deep if you actually listen to the lyrics. Yeah. So it's none of this, uh, fuck, I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even... Some it's not. The, it's not like. The, it's not like Eminem jokey hip hop that was no, that was around not. in the two thousands. Yeah, absolutely not. Which I was a big fan of back in the in in the day. Oh. but I have tried to go back and listen to, and my God, I cannot do it. Nah, I couldn't do it back then. Even then, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is this is tough. <laughs> some of it, like some of like his more like um, you know, parody type songs, are just like they were huge at the time. But they're actually quite terrible to listen to. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, I feel absolutely. Bad. And uh, look, I'm going to say I'll run the jewels in one one sentence. 
If you want to see what James uh, Corden would look like rapping, go watch Run the, <laughs> Run the Jewels on YouTube. <laughs> you'll you'll very quickly figure out which one is the probable James Corden one. Yeah, very well, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is such a that's such a good way to put it. Yeah, I uh, I actually saw that comment on one of their YouTube videos today. I was like, oh man, I'm never gonna un unsee that from my eyes now. Fair, fair call. All right, well, hey, I think it's time for the question, which I think we have decided is to find a better album, even though I think we just did it. <laughs> <laughs> but find a better album than Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory for quality or quantity of bangers per disc, right? Per disc. And <laughs> no, a disc. <laughs> this is 2000, mate. Yeah, true. <laughs> so you and can it- only go back and do CDs. You're only allowed to do CDs. They had to be released on a CD. Hey, question. Yeah. Do they still, and this is a serious question, do they still sell CDs? Oh, f- like, can, you walk into a, can you walk into a sanity? I'm sure you all could. all I ever see is DVDs. I'm sure you could. You know what? Just before we finish this week's episode, I'm going to look just Sanity up. You know, there's only like a handful of Sanities around Australia. Yeah. There's about four of them in Cairns. Yeah. Uh, I think like Cairns has a good majority of them. Okay. Okay. So, um, Billy, oh my God, you can still buy CDs. Holy shit. Well wow. done. Well done, CD industry. That's still going amazing. strong. And you know what, man? They're expensive. <laughs> They're still like 23 bucks. Are you serious? Yep. How are they not selling CDs for like less than $10 now? That's insane. Probably because the media is so expensive. Well, that's true. Like if you were to if you were to even buy like the digital version of an album, it's still up there. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. cheaper, but it's still up there. That's insane, man. That's why you just pay a monthly subscription to Spotify. Not that this is sponsored by Spotify, but but you just pay a monthly subscription to Spotify and you get all the music you want. That's right. Including Lincoln Park's hybrid theory from 2000. That's right. So hit us up in the socials. The links are in the show notes. Let us know if you could find a better album than hybrid theory. Spoilers, you fucking can't. And it's not just a better album. It's number of bangers. That's right. That's right. That's right. Anyway. (laughs) Hit us up on the socials. The links are in the show notes. We'll be back next week. I'm Cade. I'm Troy. And this has been the greatest of hybrid theories albums ever. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.